Hi, Richie. Hi, Sam. Hi, everyone. So, what we're recording now is a pre-intro. <laughs> what, where, why? Enemies of Bloodborne, Celestial Children. Mm-hmm. So, What, Where, Why is a patron-only series, but some of the episodes end up on YouTube for various reasons. And the reason this episode is on YouTube is because it has important to Brutus lore. Yes. <laughs> yes. Keep in mind that because this was originally designed for patron, this episode might be a little bit strange. Yes. Yeah. Not up to our usual standard. <laughs> no. So if you accidentally stumbled upon this and you don't know what Ibrutus is and you don't know what the Snap Covenant is, I would yeah, suggest... Yeah, I envy you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I would suggest not watching this and instead watch a video that I will link in the description. I would simply suggest not watching this. <laughs> Richie. Um, well, that's about it. Um, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hi, Richie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to What Were Why, episode 14 Celestial Children. And this was suggested by Dakota. Woo! Woo! So, Richie, what are the Celestial Children? Okay, so I'm actually somewhat confused here, because um, I think you mean the blue mushroom people. No, Celestial Child. The little, little... Yeah, that's what I thought, because those are called Celestial Lava. Not on the Bloodborne Wiki. On the Bloodborne Wiki, Celestial Child. I know, because there's a bit of confusion about child and lava and, like, what's what. So I'm glad we've cleared that up. Oh, wait, what? So it's Celestial no, Lava? What? No, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will check the official name in a second. I'm just waiting for something okay. to finish downloading. Basically, okay. some people call the little blue Celestials the Celestial... Um. They call them Celestial Children, to okay. contrast them with the Celestial Emissary being gigantic. But they're actually called Celestial Emissaries. And then the big one is just called the Big Celestial Emissary. <laughs> so, hang on, I'm just going to go and get the official name. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure the official name is Celestial Child. Yes, that is the Celestial Child. Yes! Oh! Yes. Since the best wins against and knows her Bloodborne lore. Feels like it needs an extra like bit on the end. Like a cheer. <laughs> Since the best wins the best she knows her Bloodborne lore. Like there needs to be a second part. We'll have to think yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two minutes and 22 seconds in, and it's starting. It's... <laughs> uh... Yeah. So the people at home might be able to hear that sound of ice in the background. Yes. You know it's going to be a good one. 
Okay. I believe in us. I think with this one, we can do it. We can stay on topic. We can be concise. And it can be like seven minutes like these were meant to be. What one has ever come in at seven minutes? <laughs> that was my initial idea. Like, yeah. that's how I envisioned Isn't this. is the carrion crow like over <laughs> half an hour? <laughs> yes. A slightly larger than normal bird. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gary Butterfield, you're less popular than a slightly larger than normal bird. Well, no, he's less popular on this channel. <laughs> In every other aspect, he is absolutely a powerhouse. <laughs> Who's able to, like, run a self-sufficient podcasting network for himself and, like, multiple employees. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But within the very specific context of Sinclair Law, <laughs> he is less popular than a slightly larger than normal bird. Richie, oh my god, what if this is some sort of like we live? Like the Snack Covenant is like its own little universe. And in it, like like when you put things in, like you see the true potential of other things. So like if the Slightly larger than normal Bloodborne Crow existed in real life. Yeah. It would have been like twice the powerhouse Gary is. This is a very, very strange game you're currently playing. It's like, who would win? <laughs> a crow or Gary Butterfield? I don't <laughs> what, what are the rules of this contest? I like podcasting. <laughs> but I think Gary is a better podcaster than a crow because it would just go. Rah, 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 rah. I, you're not thinking about the the, the 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 Covenant universe. It's showing us that if that crow was real <laughs> in real life, <laughs> then it could have been a great podcaster. By this that Covenant universe, you just mean like strange dreams that you're having. <laughs> Strange dream universe. And when I when I talk about the Snack Covenant universe, I'm gesturing with my hand like a sphere. Like it's a small sphere. Mm -hmm. Just so you're aware. It's not a big universe, it's a small one. Okay. okay. So about Thank you, three minutes ago exactly you said this will be very on topic. <laughs> Seven minutes like I plan. Oh no, it's five minutes thirty seconds. Okay, that means we have uh, one and a half minute to finish this. Richie, what are the celestial children? It's a little slug thing. <laughs> Where are they? They're mostly in Upper Cathedral Ward, but Ariane also gives birth to one. They're also in the chalices. There's three unused ones in your Seftus clinic. Why are they? Well, I don't even know what they are anymore. Thank you, Richie. How long was that? Okay, okay, six minutes. <sighs> okay, we managed. So now that we made it within the seven-minute limit, we can say we had one that we did. So let's do this This is good now. But remember, it was seven-minute limit after five minutes of not talking about it. So it's really more like one minute. <laughs> so, Richie, Yeesh. can you please tell me about the Celestial Child? Okay, so the Celestial Children are... It's kind of confusing. Because you might think that, oh, these look like a little version of Ibriatus. And there's a whole lot of them around where Ibriatus is. 
Mm-hmm. Also, don't they face Abreatus? Yeah, that- when they're in Upper yeah. Cathedral Ward, they all turn to face where Abreatus is. So you might think to yourself, like, okay, they probably Abreatus's children then. Surely yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> because the whole point of Bloodborne is that the church are desperate to find... Oh, okay, okay, the other confusing part is mm-hmm. that the when Ariana gives birth to the child of Erden, mm-hmm. it looks like when it's the same model, it's just smaller and with a slightly different texture, but it's the same kind yeah. of thing. Right. So you might think to yourself, oh, those are the children of great ones, <laughs> hence the name mm-hmm. Celestial Child. There's a whole right. lot of them in this area. So mm-hmm. they probably, like, it's the children of great ones, that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this however has a number of severe problems with it because the whole point of the game is that the healing church are desperate to find the child of a great one mm-hmm. so it doesn't make sense that they would also have like a dozen of them just <laughs> in and these never thought I don't know what the story is <laughs> like they, they have to go through immense like Toil and suffering and, like, sacrifice to get the child of a great one. I know what happened. Go on. So they have all these children of great ones. And then then somebody's like, Lawrence or whatever, look, we have all these children of great ones here. And you see cute little, like, celestial children, like, crawling around. And Lawrence is like, I can't bring myself to kill them and take their eye cords out. We're just going to keep them. Yeah. And the healing church is going to become the Celestial Child Petting Zoo. Oh my god! That was Lawrence's final will before he disappeared. That's what German's waiting for. He wants more children of great ones to put in the, in the petting zoo. Oh my god! We just came up with another movie. No. Is this how Adam Sandler comes up with his movies? He just has, like, an idea, and then it's a movie? I thought you were going to say, is this how the podcast ends? (laughs) It's just completely lucid, and it degenerates into this crap. Um, So, yeah. So, but I want to clarify, I really like Adam Sandler's older movies. Yeah. Not the newer ones. I just don't yeah. connect with the newer ones. But like Waterboy, stuff like that. Yeah. It's really cute. What about Punch yeah. Drunk Love? Where do you put that? Yeah, that's that's still like, you know, it's still good, I think. Yeah. He went through that weird phase of trying to like be a serious actor. So he did. This is before before um, Uncut Gems, the pre-Uncut Gems attempt at being serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he did. Oh, the. It was they they sort of like worse versions of the movies Will Smith does to prove he's a serious actor. <laughs> Things like the pursuit of happiness and seven pounds, but I can't remember Oh Spanglish. <gasps> oh yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, what was that yeah. about? I don't remember, I don't care. You know, this yeah. is about celestial children. <laughs> I'm just so, like... <laughs> you saying Adam okay, Sandler wait, is a celestial wait, wait. child. Um, I'm just trying to to Okay, Happy Gilmore is another one I thought was cool. The Wedding Singer was cute. Yeah. Okay, um, Celestial Children. Waterboy. Big Daddy children. I didn't really connect with. Little Nikki I liked. <laughs> that was very cute. Um, 
Sid, this is Adam Sandler. You have to continue broadcasting <laughs> about celestial children. Okay, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you, Academy Award nominee Adam Sandler. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. The Celestial Children. Yeah. There's a ton of them in Upper Cathedral Ward. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really make a great deal of sense to say that they're the Children of Great Ones, because if they were, the Healing Church would not, like, would not need to go through all the fucking mess it's going through right now. It could just churn them out. Like, it basically mm-hmm. would have, like, a ton of just, like, Celestial Child yeah. Factory. <laughs> um, so, it's really weird. That, like, it, it's, like, everything is pointing toward, oh, are these Ibriatus's children? Are these, like, something like that? Um, the simplest... Oh, God. Like, and they're all facing Ibriatus, and the thing is, a bunch of them are, um, they're positioned, like, they're near Ibriatus, like, they're at the Altar of Despair. So, the other thing about them is that they're a native enemy in East. Uh-huh. Like, if you make an East Chalice, the, um... Celestial uh, children are like just in there, just like squidging around. They're like a really common enemy type. So I think the the simplest way to look at it is to say like, okay, the the celestial children are like they're not the children of great ones. They're just like it's like the celestial emissary and like all those other things. They're just like a weird um like little little monster thing. Mm-hmm. So they're like they're, yeah. there's they're celestial children, but they're not the children of great ones. They're like they're more yeah. like they're just some weird kind of the cosmos deal. Um, you know how the celestials, um, at least some of them were likely results of experiments. Yeah. So could celestial children? be related to the experiments that were performed on Celestials? Um, I don't know. Hmm. It's, like, really, like, the the really confusing part is that Ariana gives birth to one, which really yeah. makes it seem like they must be, like, the children, but they're clearly not because it would mess the whole story would function completely differently if they were. Well, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Actually, it wouldn't mess the whole story up because let's say, because we find them where the choir is, right? Yeah. Choir comes after Lawrence, right? Yeah. So maybe Lawrence was trying to find the children of great ones, but choir later came up with a way to have a whole bunch of children of great ones. Yeah, but then like they would drop third chords if you killed them. What if you only get a third chord if Yeah, I can I can say so sense a degree of improvisation here. What if their third chords were already taken? Well, they'd be dead. No, you just take the cord. You don't. You don't kill them. The cord's like inside the body. No. What are you talking? 
umbilical cord, right? They're not an umbilical cord. No? No. What are they? They're like an organ inside the child, and they, they're referred to, like, colloquially as an umbilical cord because they link the child with the parent. But they're not literally an umbilical cord. Okay, but when my sister was born, yeah. like, whatever, we brought her home, and she had a... <laughs> Just, you know, you think of my sister was born, we were like, whatever. <laughs> no, well, she basically had the cord thing still attached, and it had to yeah. just fall off. Yeah, yeah. So, same situation. They had their cords, great one cords, whatever, attached, and they just fell off, and... Like, and what they do is they collect them. Those, so, so maybe that's what they're burning up there. Bunch of cords. Uh-huh. Getting high on, on cord fumes. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that you find cords, okay, but the cord is already detached from the, the child or whatever, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to kill the child to get the cord. But you do. In when it's a third cord, which is not an umbilical cord. How do you know? How do you know that you do? Sure. Because, sh- sh- oh my god. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Orphan of cause. Dead. Third cord. Annalise's kid. Dead. Third cord. Murgo. Dead. Third cord. Ariana's kid alive. Dies. Third cord. Okay, but the problem with that is this, maybe you could have the option of just, like, yanking the cord out or waiting for it. But maybe, you don't okay, know where wait, it is, wait, wait. it could be in its brain. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can do this, I believe in you. <laughs> maybe there's an option, in some cases, where we could just take the cord without killing the actual child. Okay, but what what is this? Is this like the hidden extra ending? <laughs> like no, like if okay, if maybe if Bloodborne was a little more of a choice game, it's like in 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 BioShock, do you like whatever, cure the little sisters or do you turn them into slugs or whatever? Yeah. yeah. The hell is going on there? So maybe it could have been the same thing. Do you want to just take the cord without killing this enemy or do you want to kill him and get like a more powerful cord yeah but what we're now talking about is a hypothetical idea you've come up with for <laughs> something that doesn't happen in the game okay but the thing is our hunter is like he's not very good at talking he's more like it just tacks everything up so maybe maybe like there's a possibility of just like getting the cord without killing anyone. Maybe but those the whole, celestial children are the proof whole of that. Point of the story is that the great ones' children die, and they need replacement children. That's okay. But do they die because we kill them? Well, that's the confusing part because the one we see definitely does die because we kill it. That's another thing that I always wondered. Do they die because, like, why? Just naturally, or? Well, it's it's never really like it. Just says they always they always die. So like, I guess I assumed it would be because like natural causes, but now that you say it, I think it's that they always it's always like the birth always goes wrong, and that's why Yarnum and Cause like they seem to have 
deliberately never given birth. Like they seem to have kept the child inside themselves because they know that if they give birth, the child will die. Huh. But Ariana gives birth just fine. Well. No, she does. What yeah, about that? She... Just she fine. Gives... <laughs> <laughs> She's sobbing in a pool of blood, going, Was this thing born of me? Dr. <laughs> 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 Sinclair is in the room. Thumbs up. Well, good. What I, no mean <laughs> what I mean by that is that <sighs> the birth happens and the child is still like this the celestial is still alive. It's, so, it's like, alive very like we don't know. It may it may have died within like a couple of minutes of being born. Like we don't actually know. But those other celestial children that look just like this one didn't die. <laughs> yeah, but we don't know if they're meant to be the same thing. But they look the same. Well, they look the same, but Ariana's is smaller and is a different color. So I don't know if they're literally meant to be the, the same other ones thing. grew up. I know. So we we'll literally it's, it's found very children confusing. of great ones. No, this everything explained. The children of great ones don't have to die. The problem is we keep killing them because we think that's the only way to get their umbilical cords. But what those children, what they show us is that no, there's a way to get the umbilical cords without killing the children and they be fine. Okay, so it's like Undertale or something. This is like the pacifist ending that we haven't. I never played Undertale. Yeah, okay, yeah. Going back to the Celestial Children. Go on. <laughs> um, they're very, very similar to Abriatus in that, like, they, they can also vomit out frenzy blood at you, which is something Abriatus does. They literally look like Abriatus. Like, if you look at them... They look like tiny Abriatuses, yeah. It's just, like, unapologetic. You know how Abriatus has um this, like... Her face is, like, split? Yeah. Or whatever? Yeah. And I remember um, Redgrave, I think it was Redgrave, mentioning that, like, oh, perhaps the healing church, like, experimented on her and just, like, cut through her face. Yeah. And I was like, I really like that theory. That's like, wow, the visual. It's, oh, ew. Yeah. Gross. Bad healing church. Yeah. But... When you look at the little celestial children at their artwork, they have the same thing going on, like yeah. a little a little cut across. Yeah. So it's like it's literally little abriatus, you know? Yeah. 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 An abriatet. Abriatet. <gasps> that is so cute. Oh my god. We're not having a bruitet. I will tell you something that you may not believe. I did not think of a Bruetet. I was just <laughs> taken away by how cute the name a Bruetet is and how cute those little things are. And that's where my brain was. And it's going to be there for like the next half an hour. But then you decided to say Bruetet. <laughs> and then, then like the beautiful vision that I had just cut off. And I was like, I guess we're going to have a Bruetet. So I just want you to know Back that to the steel you children. are the enabler. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what I think happened. Yes. What I think happened is just because they're like in Ace. I think it's literally just that like the healing church, um, they was messing around in Ace. And Ace like broke open and a bunch of them came out. But like it still doesn't explain what they are. I guess you're saying they're just weird creatures. Yeah, they're just little like kin things 
Because it might be that, like, if you're king, you can still reproduce. They're not the children uh-huh. of great ones, but they're like, yeah. We'll have to have a podcast again on kin and great no. ones. What do you mean, no? We just we just did one on kin. It was like when? Really recently, I remember it was the topic. Like two years ago. Okay, if you're interested in in kin, you can just. Look up Kin on this channel. It will be there. <laughs> there has like, been no like, new Bloodborne content in- for fucking five years, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I, new has happened. I feel like, no, I feel like maybe we can have a guest on. I feel like every time we talk about it and Join we learn next more, next week, we we'll have Smotown on to discuss Lauren, which we haven't done for literally months. <laughs> Okay, Richie. So basically what you're saying is those celestials are just creatures or kin that live in the dungeons. Yeah. But how did they come to be? Like Well it were says they they're children, like so it might be that you know how like in there's like the bastards of Lauren that are like mm-hmm. the the babies of Lauren, they're born in these like deformed things. Yeah. It might yeah. be that the children of Ys are born as that. Because it's like like Ariana's child as well mm-hmm. is born like that. And, um, so it could be that, like, yeah, it's just that, that that's, that's what the cursed children of East were, were born as. And then what we're seeing with Ariana is like, that's like the perfection. That's like the actual child of a great one. Cause from what we can tell, like orphan of cause does not look like Ariana's child, like at any point in its life, even taking into account that it's, um, what you fight's not really the child. Like, no. there's multiple models they use of it, and it, like, there's the sort of smoke form you see. I think that is meant to be the child because mm-hmm. it it looks like a gestating fetus when it's curled up. And I think like they probably like all the great ones look different. All their children probably look different. That's the child of Erden. It looks like a celestial child, but it's not really a celestial child. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you, Richie. Is this even longer than the last one? When <laughs> um, twenty-seven minutes, so a little shorter, a little shorter. It's twenty minutes over what you thought it was going to be. <laughs> Thank you, Richie. And could you uh, reiterate where they are? They are in Upper Cathedral Ward. That's it. I mean, but okay, dungeons. I can give you dungeons. They they're in Ace. They're in Ace. There we go. Yeah. But also uh, Ariana's, which we talked about. Yeah. Is that truly it? Well, okay. I, If you yeah. want further evidence that they came from the labyrinth. Yeah. We can venture into things that were, that were cut. Okay, sure. Let's do that. Because there are, and it's like still in there, they just don't load. Near the entrance to the chalices, you know, like um, the Asafkas Clinic where there's the the giants and the the underground passage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. There's celestial children there that just don't load. Say that so again, the, they're celestial. There's sorry. celestial children in that part of Yosefka's Clinic that connects to Forbidden mm-hmm. Woods, the part that's like, mm-hmm. yeah, the healing church were digging up the chalice dungeons here. There's a mm-hmm. bunch there. That are like still in the data, they just don't load. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I think they they are just supposed to be like, oh, we were fucking around in the Eldritch ruins, and we found some little little monster things, little slug things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they kind of look like Ibridus, I guess, because Ibridus is from East, so it sort of makes. Yeah, you know, I guess like um, like how Cos looks like the crawlers from the Nightmare mm-hmm. Frontier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what it makes me think, like, now that I thought about it a bit more, it's like, Ease is, like, in contact with the cosmos or something, right? Yeah. So what if, um, basically, everyone in Is just was had the ability to turn, or eventually just were born, being turned into, like, Ibriotus, you know? Yeah. Like, the, what if these are just inhabitants of Ace? It kind of makes sense, because Ibriotus, like, we've talked about the weirdness of Ibriotus before, that she's, yeah. like, she's a great one, but she's also, as far as the game's concerned, she's also kind of not. She's, like, kin. She takes mm-hmm. bonus damage from Bolt, which the others don't. Yeah. Yeah. And they talk about her as, like, the left. I guess, like, okay, here's a good, here's an analogy, right? Yeah. If you imagine, we've talked about Ibriotus is very similar to Rom. So if you think of Ibriotus as Rom, then the celestial children would be the little spiders that accompany Rom. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at the East dungeons. Um so what are the enemies that appear in East? Um it's like the usual setup, but there's um it's like basically Tsumaru except with more brain suckers and spiders and um the the celestial children. There's a lot of celestial children in Ace. Cause uh one of the great Ace Chalice. Ish. It says here depth five. Are yeah. are the bosses always the same? Or in the in the preset chalices they are, yeah. Like here it says like layer bosses, layer one brain sucker, layer two uh great celestial, level three Abrietus daughter of cosmos. Yes. So like if you look at those three, it's like everybody who's some sort of enlightened, you know? Yeah, that's like the, the point. The brain of base. Su- yeah. 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 So I guess you know what? I'm on board with the idea that like the inhabitants of Ease got like so enlightened at some point that they were like they turned into Abrietus and then like they just like their children are Abrietus and like this is the like Abrietus culture or whatever. If you accept that like the um the spiders that accompany Rom are the old like students. Yeah. Then it could be like whatever transformed Abrietus. The people with her became the little slug things. In the same way that the other Bergenworth students presumably became the spiders that are with Rom. So you think Abrietus was human at one point? Yeah, I think, well, maybe not human, but I think she's the same kind of deal. Or she's like Marion or whatever. Yeah, that okay. like it was someone who tried to ascend to a higher like life form and they got like 75% of the way mm. there. Then the rest mm. of East managed it. Okay, that's the cool. rest of that's Yeah, cool. the rest of East left. So this is, it's kind of like, it makes me think, like, let's say you meet somebody from Ease who, like, truly ascended and left wherever they had to go. Yeah. And it's like, you meet them and you're like, man, Abritus is so cool. And they're like, 
Embriatus didn't even transform. You want to see cool? Come to our planet. You know what? I just, I had a vision because I'm turning into you. Okay, okay. The other inhabitants of East are like Ibruitus, Belbruitus, Disco Bruitus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so the ones that truly ascended. <laughs> <laughs> they left Ibruitus behind. <laughs> another vision so richie we are exploring is right and we finally stumble upon like the door that will open and show us the true enlightened people of ease and we expect something amazing yeah. <laughs> and it is just a brutus blue <laughs> did you bring me a baby <laughs> Close the door, you're letting out all the larva. See, see, you're talking like me and I'm talking like you now. We're there. You've officially become like a two-headed monster. Uh, thank you, Richie. Thank you, sir. Okay, so to summarize, okay, I like this. I like this. So there's two school of thought. <laughs> to summarize, after all that. Yeah, so there's what Sin thinks happened, and there's what Richie thinks happened. Yeah. So, what I think happened is that people in Air started becoming so enlightened that they just, like, they eventually, like, I guess, through evolution, became, like, the little, the little celestial children, and when they grow up, they're big celestial children. Yeah. And I guess, eventually, they transform and ascend and go off to their home planet, wherever that is. If they're born in East, wouldn't East be the home planet? No, no, because you gotta like. No, because you when you, no, because like they left. Remember, and they left her behind. Right, but they left her behind in East. Yeah. Okay. So this is there's a whole thing that happens in East. Okay, you're born in East. Yeah. As a little, as a little larva or whatever, a little celestial child, and then yep. you grow up. Okay. Okay. One, then you grow up into a Brietus, Okay. Okay. But then you can go beyond that, and when you go beyond that, that's when you ascend and leave to where you're supposed to be. But where are you supposed to be? Well, we don't know. They left. They didn't tell us. They left the Brietus behind. But they. All right. So, what Richie is saying is that. <laughs> I think you said it best, though. No, you had, you were saying... No, no, when you were <laughs> close the door, you're letting the larva out. Because <laughs> I think they're just, they're things in Ace. Mm -hmm. And the reason they're in Upper Cathedral Ward is that they're fucking around with the East Chalice. Oh, Jesus, give me one second. Hello? <clears throat> Sorry, Brutus called me to ask for movie recommendations. Oh. What were you saying, Richie? Yeah, I was saying that, like, if we accept that Ibriatus is... Okay, so they're things that are from Ace. Mm -hmm. And what's happened is because the choir are messing around with the East Chalice, which we know they are, mm -hmm. 
they like a bunch of them just came up out of the East Chalice, like into the above ground or into the waking world or however you want to think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, because Upper Cathedral Ward's a total mess. And it's because the yeah everything's fucked up, so they all just crawled out of the out of the labyrinth, and that's why like they're in Ibriatus's room, which is where the the chalice like altar is. Mm-hmm. And they like if you look up where the bodies are placed, there's like um where all those celestial children are. There is a dead healing church member mm-hmm. that presumably they all just like killed them. So I think they they just crawled out and screwed everything up. Like when Cathedral Ward, when the Upper Cathedral Ward was destroyed, they just kind of like slid it out of the out of the chalices. Um, as to what they, so like they're not like the children of Great Ones. They just like because everything went wrong, these things showed up. As to what sure. they they are, I think it's like if like I was saying, if you think of Ibriatus as like Rom, Rom has those little like spider things that serve her. And, like, the blood-starved beast, like, it's got the other, like, similar-looking beasts that that worship it, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just, like, in Ace, whatever the hell happened to produce Ibriatus, she's also got her little, like, little, like, entourage. Or, like, or like <laughs> Cos, Cos has the, yeah. um, the crawlers. They're just that. Mm-hmm. And they might be, like, immature. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, like, oh, you can say they're immature, but, like, the celestial, like, the, the blue ones, the emissaries, like, they behave in a way that's very childish, and they look childish, but you can make them from an adult. So, like, we don't know. Um, the other thing is, like, we were talking about how the, the cursed children of Lauren, they look like they're, they're born deformed, and they looks like they grow up into the, the giant lost children in the Nightmare Offenses. Mm-hmm. So what I think the other explanation might just be that the children of East were born as those things, as part of the curse that was placed on, on East. And it's just that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Richie. Well, we aimed for seven minutes. We're just on 40 now. That was. <laughs> what? Where? Why? Celestial children went on a number of of these who we were not expecting, including <laughs> Adam Sandler, and finally revealed the origin of Ibruitus. <laughs> Canon real. Thank you, Richie. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. Everyone have a good one. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.